People like games. Present. Be at some point in the day show with Solo. What's up, folks? And welcome back to another evening of late night gaming talk. It is Thursday, February 6th, and today is the recap. Granted, normally we end up, I end up talking a little bit about the topics of note for the day and then get into one single focus. However, this time around, just gonna bring together all of the most interesting, important, noteworthy, curious, and missed stories of the past few days. And also touch on a few of the stories that have come out today and then wrap up with a few plugs as per usual, which pause, speaking of plugs. You know what time it is. The socials at people like games is a handle for Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, etc. The website peoplelikegames.com or plg.gg. You can find men's and women's apparel on there and you can find information on events, which February 28th, we have the New Year Social, which will be held in Plainview, New York and Long Island at Social Playhouse. Tickets are available on Eventbrite, the website and at the door. And this show you are listening to lastly can be found on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. I got to get it back on SoundCloud. So shout out SoundCloud. We're coming back. And that's about it for, for plugs for now. The event, as I mentioned, February 28th. I can talk a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit about that more at a later date once I get a few P's and Q's down with the couple of interesting sponsors to be joining the fray and then lastly we have a new series that people like games is going to be launching in the spring we're going to be teasing that for the next couple of weeks and then announcing it at the end of the month now let's get into showtime i don't know whether to wait i don't know whether to wait 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 there we go. Gotta make sure you get that sound cue down because as much, I guess as much as this is like an audio newsletter, we're the skim, except for if the skim had a bunch of rambling that was only tangentially related to the topic at hand. So a newsletter that's very informative, but that veers to the left occasionally. And who doesn't like an adventure? Now, let's begin with one of the stories that occurred today, which is a follow-up of yesterday. That was Dan Hauser, one of the founders and uh, heads over at Rockstar, has decided to leave the company. He had been on extended break, but making it official. And one of the questions I had was how it would affect both uh, the individual and the company. For an immediate reaction, it hit the stock price. And so it dropped it $6-7. So that's tangible and functional, but that only makes sense for someone who's been part of the creative process of one of the biggest game publishing houses of all time. But regardless, speaking of that, Rod Ferguson, who was the head over at Coalition Studios, which works on the Gears of War franchise, ended up leaving that. He was very much synonymous with it to work with Activision Blizzard and take on the head role of the new Diablo project coming out, Diablo 4. Uh, It's untitled at the moment. Pretty huge. Activision Blizzard made a billion dollars in microtransactions too. I was going to cover it. I know it's major news, but at what point do consumers continually or are they allowed to continually complain about a 
business or a business model that they are directly contributing to. So until I see users and consumers being willing to take a stand on the sort of exploitative models that are springing up, which brings us to our next story, Nintendo bringing a monthly $10 subscription to Fire Emblem Heroes. That's just going to continue happening because subscription models, as much as they've become the norm, are going to be taken to an extreme in terms of a pricing model because if you're playing four Nintendo mobile games, you're paying four separate subscriptions on top of if you have a Nintendo Switch playing for Nintendo Online. So on top of the content you pay for in addition in-game. And so it's free to play. It's <laughs> hilarious. And funny enough, uh, the best part is that this game, Fire Emblem Heroes, made up 62% of Nintendo's mobile revenue in the past year and or lifetime even rather would be a better way to put it or a more accurate way to put it. And that's the one they wanted to cut. Doesn't make sense. Don't know what to really tell you. Then speaking of a whole lot of money, however, YouTube released its figures for ad revenue for the first time in its existence. It made $15 billion in ad video ads from YouTube last year. Pretty impressive. Apparently an 11% jump over the previous year's numbers. It's only growing. YouTube is one of the functional basis of video on the internet. And so it's sort of difficult to be too astounded by that number. I would have been I would have been more shocked at a lower number than I am shocked at a high number if we're going to work on the scale of shock. Then we have a new Batman video game was teased by WB. It is apparently going to take on the Court of Owls story. I don't know exactly too much about that one as much as I love Batman. That is one in particular that was introduced in the later years, which by that I mean like the past like five, six years. So should be great. They are rebooting and moving away from the Arkham series, which is a soft reboot in their in their words, which sort of coincides with the fact that the film franchise itself is getting a reboot with Matt Reeves, the director of Planet of the Apes trilogy and Robert Pattinson of Twilight fame, starring as the director in Batman. Should be called Paul Dano is the, I believe the Riddler. He's great. He was in, uh, he was in No Country for Old, and excuse me, he was in uh, There Will Be Blood. So should be good. I do like how they're lining it up. One of the more curious aspects I uh, mention all of that for is that WB mentioned how they were working on a sequel to this game that would be a more general DC game for the next generation of consoles, which makes me think if DC didn't take over the film industry, maybe they end up taking over the gaming industry. Fair to argue that they have been dominant there for a while, and I would I would be curious if you took the revenue generated in the last 10 years from gaming and compared the two and then try to cut in somewhere with what they got with film as well. I'm not going to say it's even because of the Marvel films have made so got so much goddamn money, but I think DC would be surprisingly competitive is all I'm saying. And this is from someone who didn't even watch the Justice League. I still have not seen that fucking movie. It's like the Chance of Rapper album. It's just, it's just waiting there and I'm not going to ever get to it. Speaking of waiting, that's what Sony PlayStation is doing they are waiting for xbox to announce the price for the xbox series one x x x one and 
I think it's a smart idea. It looks like their model is going to be to undercut the price. And so whatever the Xbox is announced at price-wise, you can assume that the PlayStation will be 50 to $100 under that. And now speaking of Xbox, the boss of the division, Phil Spencer, ended up giving an interview with Protocol Magazine. And in it, he basically said that Nintendo and Sony are no longer their competition. Instead, they should be looking at Amazon or they are looking at Amazon and Google. That is because like I've been saying for months and months that Xbox is seeding the hardware race, but they're sort of moving to a larger scale subscription model and accessory sale model. For them, their technology is so strong that they're betting on the X cloud. And he directly said the reason for that being is they're not going, to, Nintendo and Sony aren't able to compete with what Azure is. And I've said it often, it's because Microsoft is a technology and software company. They're not a gaming company. And so Xbox is an arm of a larger company like that and neither nintendo or sony have any weight into the sphere of where technology is going comparatively and so they're moving they, they just said we're not we're not playing you know we're not playing nickels and dimes on on hardware anymore we're just going to up the ante and sort of scale out the competition or scale into a different class uh of, of competition so it's sort of like when netflix boss couple of months ago i think it was in read something ended up saying that their biggest competition was or no epic games epic games ceo ted sweeney ended up saying that netflix was their biggest competition media consumption is media consumption at the end of the day so doesn't matter what it is it's just a flat sphere amongst com amongst programs and softwares for your attention last two stories speaking of all this cloud shit nvidia geforce ended up coming out of beta and is only five dollars a month i've been using it since November 2018, which makes it over two years, and it's been incredible for over two years. And so now, comparatively to what even what Phil Spence saying that Google is their competition, Google Stadia sucks, and Nvidia GeForce is Google Stadia on crack. Like you need years. It's the same shit he said about Nintendo and Sony. Nvidia GeForce can say to Google and Microsoft, which is like you're coming into our space. Like we've been here, and so we'll see what happens there. Um, I'm, 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 I've been bullish. I've been bullish on Microsoft and I'm still bullish on Microsoft and we shall see where that ends up going. Lastly, we have Flashpoint has a launch, which is a new CSGO league that is uh, very unique in its structure in that it is the first league to be jointly owned by teams and it has a very and the largest revenue sh split for players in all esports. Counter-Strike, one of the grassroots uh, games and one of the largest communities in gaming if not the largest and the most historical is is arguably the most interesting and to me that's because they haven't tried to run to the mimicking of what the overwatch league and the call of duty league are doing which is to create a geolocated franchise model that sort of mimicked after traditional sports teams and so very curious to see how it goes it's supposed to be a little bit more of a grittier production and sort of lean into the esports of it all and the counter-strike of it all and so should be interesting i'm curious to see i believe that's all for the week i might have missed some shit might have not but we've been planning so apologize for maybe not the greatest or the most in-depth of episodes as compared to what even last week might have been but we're warming up, man. I'm trying to just get my personality in shape. We're going to start live streaming this very soon as well. So as I said in the beginning, once we get the schedule out for the release, we'll be able to do it live. And so 
which platform that'll be live on not sure yet but we you shall be the first to know we'll be actually find out that shit together but anyway like i said february 28th a new year social if you're in long island come through we'll be announcing about that all on the socials at people like games is the handle that's all i got as always thank you for listening and enjoy your weekend thank you for rocking with bean